You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. We're just having fun here on the set. I'm your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1080. And I think we have a good one planned for you, ladies and gentlemen. Alex Lubinsky is our guest, and I want to talk to him about a bunch of things, but with a unique set of skills and teamwork, his firm, Rentberry, is dedicated to bringing you a seamless rental experience. Rentberry is also the first company in the long-term rental space that's using blockchain within their firm. So that's why I've asked Alex to join us today to give us a look into blockchain and his business model. Alex, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Hi, yes. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here. Let's get started. As an entrepreneur, your CEO of Rentberry, could you share kind of a an, an experience, recent or past, that sort of helps the audience of other business owners and CEOs to learn a little bit more about Alex, the business person? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, starts with you know how we started our company and our business, and uh, what actually the reason you know behind it. So. I was an investment banker for most of my life, as a matter of fact, working for different investment banks uh, in Europe, in the United States, uh, in, in San Francisco. And, you know, at one point of life, I uh, decided with my partners to start um, our own business. Uh, the first venture uh, was a business uh, networking application um, for essential business people who travel a lot internationally. And that one we sold back in 2015, uh, the technology behind it. It was called City Hour. Uh, application. So, uh, and then, you know, at that time, uh, my partners uh, were looking for a place to rent in a city in, in San Francisco, and it took them almost, you know, 27 days to actually find and then rent the place. So the rental process was pretty horrible, and uh, we, you know, at that time, we decided it's not not supposed to be like this. You know, every other industry, if you look at them, are uh, disrupted. You know, you got Facebook, you got Twitter, you got. Airbnb in the short-term rental space, uh, you got Uber uh, in transportation, but, you know, when it comes to the long-term rental space, you have no disruption for the past 20 years or so. You have a whole bunch of, you know, classified websites like Zillow and Trulia and, you know, Craigslist, the big one, but no real big kind of technological disruption. So that's, that's how, basically how we started the company. Uh, one thing that, you know, at that time when we started business, many uh, people were skeptics, uh, skeptics um, about our idea and um, about what we uh, were going to do, um, because in, in their mind, you know, you got Zillow, you got truly a multi-billion dollar company, and they were constantly telling me, you know, everything, why would you go into the space knowing that there are, you know, multi-billion dollar companies already operating in this, in this industry, and, uh, you know, we we just decided to do this. We were not afraid. Uh, we had our unique business idea, um, and uh, I think we achieved a lot over the past two years uh, since the start of the company, uh, which happened back in 2015. Uh, we grew to about you know 23 people. Um, we raised millions of dollars in funding. As a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, we completed the largest prop bet ICO in the history of cryptocurrency. We raised $30 million. Um, and even prior to that, we, you know, we raised millions from the 
response and institutional investors. Uh, our product was named as one of the best real estate solutions on the market by publications like Forbes. Inc. Magazine named us as one of the best and, and disruptive ICO of uh, 2018. And uh, we have hundreds of thousands of users on the platform who are happily you know, using our product today. So, yeah, that's kind of a short uh, background about our, our firm. Well, that's very impressive, and that's such a great story of an entrepreneur who doesn't listen to the critics because they've recognized the market opportunity. What is your most successful niche? Explain to us what problem you're solving with RentBerry. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of things. As a matter of fact, with the blog screen, there are three. It was two things, two main things, but now you know, adding blockchain is actually three uh, things. So initially, when we started the company, the two main areas of concern which we more problematic areas in the long-term rental space, which we try to solve, is the uh, efficiency, you know, having all the rental tasks uh, to be done in one place, document signing, rent collection, you know, searching capabilities, um, storing documents, you know, rental contracts, uh, transparent application process, you know, things like that. Uh, screening of the tenants, you know, and, and um yeah, you know, those, those kind of the main things. And uh, the second part was uh, transparency. So we were really, really, really fed up and tired with all of those bidding wars, which was happening in the hot markets like San Francisco, New York, uh, and parts of you know, Boston, Chicago, uh, where you go to the place, you like the place, and, uh, you know, a whole, whole bunch of people show up uh, during the open house, and you have no idea who's applying you know, what kind of offers are being submitted. Uh, and, uh, you know, you ask the landlord, and the landlord will never tell you how many people applied and what kind of offers were were submitted by other people. So you essentially, you, you essentially, you know, do not possess the critical information to make the right decision, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to the, to the long-term rentals. So that's how we change this, because we offer an absolute transparent application process where people actually can see how many people applied for the property, you know, what kind of offers were, you know, submitted by them. Uh, and by offers, I mean the rental price and uh, security deposit components. Uh, we do not disclose any confidential information, so there's no, like, first and last name disclosure or, or uh, <clears throat> you know, social security numbers, things like that, like absolutely not. But the basic and critical information to make a decision, you know, uh, for the people who are looking for the place and for people who, you know, want to get that place, uh, we do provide that information. So the process is absolutely transparent, and, and it also removes the transparency, uh, transparency removes the angerness because what's happening in that industry prior to our product is that people were really frustrated with the, with the processes, and they were angry at landlords, and, uh, you know, angry at other people who were showing up at the open houses. So there's lots of, lots of kind of negativity, negativity associated with this whole long-term rental process. Nowadays, you know, you know exactly who is out applying, what they're offering. So there is not so much anger involved because now you possess information, and, and it's really up to you. Do you want to offer more? Do you want to offer less? Based on different criteria, uh, which you see during the application process, and different information which you can analyze. Uh, so we're talking with Alec Lubinsky. He is the CEO of RentBerry. We're going to take our first and only 
Short break here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, and it is a short break. Loyal listeners know we'll be back in 30 seconds. Alex, when we come back, I would like to ask you how you're utilizing blockchain within your firm. Absolutely, and that's All right. exactly what I want to keep that great. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next block, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We're going to talk to an entrepreneur, a successful business person, about integrating blockchain into their business model. We'll be right back after this word from me. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. You know, a great way to stay informed about our guests is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Simply go to our website, which is Critical Mass, no, I'm sorry, Critical Mass for FOR Business.com. At the bottom of any page is a join our mailing list box. Simply type in your email address, hit the button that says subscribe, and like magic, you'll start receiving our weekly newsletter with information about our upcoming guests. And we do nothing else with your email here at Critical Mass. We do only add you up to the newsletter, which you can opt out of at any time. But why would you when we have such great guests like Alex Lubinsky, CEO of Rentberry? Before the break, Alex, I said we're going to ask you to kind of explain for the lay business person out there how your company decided to integrate blockchain into your business. Absolutely. So, you know, back in 2000, in April of 2017, our platform became nationwide in the United States. So as a matter of fact, we are operating in more than 5,000 cities across the nation. And we started to receive you know, several types of different emails from, from users and potential users, who, people who wanted to use us. One of those is basically, hey, guys, you know, we heard about you because we got lots of media uh, publicity. When, when are you going to move to our territory or maybe to our city or maybe to our country? And we got lots of requests from people like this, you know, to move to European Union, to Canada, to Australia, New Zealand. Um, and um, the second type of email is essentially people were asking us uh, to help them to solve the problem with the rental deposits. And uh, we never kind of thought about this deeply. And then we started to receive, you know, like 10, 20, 30 emails from those individuals. And we, you know, kind of understood that there is something, you know, things supposed to change in, in, in that regard. Because when um, you look at rental deposits, half a trillion dollars is actually flowed in rental deposits worldwide. I mean, this number is just staggering. As a matter of fact, I think it's more than the capitalization of all the banks in the United States. And this pile of money is essentially blocked for more than 20 years. And the reason I'm saying 20 years is because 
on average, you know, when the person graduates university at the age of 21, till the person buys his or her, uh, you know, first property at the age of 43, 45, they rent. They can rent from different landlords, but the point is that, you know, they all, you know, they, they rent and the money is always frozen. So a person can take rental security deposit after, you know, from one landlord once they move out and then once they move in, they need to still freeze pretty much the same amount of money. So the, 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 this pile of cash is frozen essentially for 20 years and nobody can use it because essentially it's sitting in the bank and hopefully in the bank, you know, some people have it in cash, uh, but in the bank generating really uh, miserable, you know, like 0.001% interest rate in the savings account, for example, in the United States, right? So it's basically like nothing. And uh, our goal is essentially to unlock this money and give it back to the users, give it back to the tenants, so they would be able to use it, uh, you know, however they want to. And maybe somebody wants to go to vacation, maybe somebody wants to buy furniture, maybe, you know, somebody wants to use that money as a down payment for the car, you know, you name it. But essentially, the blockchain technology is the only technology which, um, at this point of time at least, uh, allows for kind of seamless execution and uh, unlocking unlocking that money and giving giving back 90% as a matter of fact. That's, that's what we plan to do, uh, up to 90% uh, give it back to the tenant. And uh, the way we want to do this is through the crowdfunding. So essentially, you know, we have users and, and, and people who want that money to be unlocked, and we also have people who have uh, spare cash. You know, people in Germany might have spare cash, people in China and Australia, you name it, all over the world, you know, people have uh, you know, money that they invest in the stocks, bonds, or just cash that's sitting in the bank. So what we will offer is the ability for people who have spare cash to actually go in and, and help our tenants through, you know, crowdfunding and uh, receive interest rates in return. And blockchain and smart contract technology is basically will be the engine uh, behind this which will allow for kind of the seamless and efficient execution uh, of this, um, you know, and make this happen, essentially. So, Alex, it strikes me that your firm, RentBerry, and your leadership are sort of on the front end of, of using blockchain as a kind of a differentiation and, a, and, and solving a different problem than maybe even what your RentBerry started to solve. What would be your advice to other business executives who aren't as comfortable or familiar with the technology as you clearly are, what advice would you give them as far as considering or looking at digital currency and how that might be a competitive advantage for them in the future in their industry? Well, I think the future is definitely in the in the blockchain space. I uh, personally, if you ask me, so I think there's like just too many uh, cryptocurrencies out there most of them probably will fail. Not probably, but actually will fail. Um, because you know, people over the past you know, eight months, that's when the big boom happened in the blockchain and then the crypto space, they were taking you know, small niche industries um, and doing ICOs, you know, initial coin offering, and releasing their own cryptocurrency. But the market for those industries is really small. Um, you know, not not that many users and, and, and things like that. So they got the cryptocurrency out there, but essentially the uh, demand 
for 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 that currency will be very much limited, and so probably not much potential and not much future. And actually, this applies to the, uh, a lot of uh, cryptocurrencies out there. So when um, so it all depends on the industry. That's kind of my my take on this. When I look back at what we done and what we doing, essentially, we are talking about the long-term rental uh, space, right? So this is the global. Um, the global industry, the global problem, as a matter of fact, uh, which we're trying to solve. So it's not really just applicable to the United States or to developed countries. It's actually, you know, international phenomenal uh, where uh, people are suffering uh, from lack of technology, you know, and by people, I mean, like tenants and landlords uh, at the same time. And uh, uh, there is no kind of efficient and disruptive products uh, which were uh, released and are available in in you know in in developed countries or developing countries, and essentially we're trying to be kind of the first company which which would take a further step and um, you know trying not to be the next classified website like Trulia or or Zillow, but actually would create some value to the end users, you know, to the tenants and and, and landlords. And for us, the blockchain and, and crypto, we feel it's a Great advantage and and, and, and great addition, um, which would you know, as mentioned, help people to save money um, and help people to save money not just in the United States but in other countries as well. And at the same time, it will help people to generate interest rates. You know, people who have spare cash just sitting in the banks on the other side, so those people can actually come in, use our cryptocurrency, use our smart contracts and blockchain technology, and you know, back tenants uh, who need a, a, for cash. Um, and and generate interest rate on on, on, on basically on their backing. So that's Alex. So for, if, for, for uh, yeah, if someone would like to, I'm, I my engineer is telling me I'm up against the clock now. I apologize, but I wanted to make sure that people could find you online. If they're looking to find Rentberry, how do they find you online, sir? Oh, it gets rentberry.com. Uh, very easy, one word, word, and uh, you know you can just. Go to Google, type it in, and uh, you'll see a whole bunch of uh, you know news articles about us. And uh, our website is will be at the top. I've enjoyed this conversation, and thank you for bringing us into the world of digital currency and how uh, a company is using it to differentiate. It's been an interesting conversation, and I wish you continued success and growth with Rentberry. Absolutely, thank you. It's my pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Critical Mass community, and thanks for being a friend of the show. And I'd also like to thank our engineer for today, none other than, wait for it, Paul Roberts. That's right. Our producers, we couldn't do the show without Joan Park or Crystal Nunley or Haley Stern, of course. If you'd like to connect with me, I would say let's start at LinkedIn. I am Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I, Richard Franzi on LinkedIn. My firm's website, Critical Mass 4, F-O-R, Critical Mass 4 Business.com. And my Twitter handle, CEO Peer Groups. Would love to connect with you on Twitter and have conversations. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 